0: Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. Uh, my name is Niles Spain, and we are your
1: fuck buddies. Dane, it down! Oh no. Dane, it down quick! Quick, is under it, here! Is it a war on boys again? Get the fuck down, and then I can tell you. Okay, okay, I'm down.
0: The censors, Dane. Haven't you heard what they've done to our girl Lola Bunny?
1: No. Have you wait, what are they right? doing to Lola Bunny?
0: Have you heard all this controversy?
1: I mean, I know about Pepe Le Pew. I know he oh. was cancelled.
0: Oh, we just don't you know about... I'll, well, just strap in tight, because... There was a post. There were many posts, many news articles, many upset people online. Uh, one such post, there are new pictures of Lola Bunny from Space Jam sequel, and look how they massacred my girl. And I have a choice selection of quotes from this article, or not article, from the comment section. Now, for th-
1: those, can you explain what they've done to her? Because I don't know what you're talking about, and this is a audio <laughs> medium. The comments speak for themselves. But basically,
0: she's wearing, like, longer tank top, I guess. And her breasts are slightly less prominent. That's about it. Did Lola have big old titties? I don't recall. Well, the funny thing is, uh, they were, yeah. I think so. See, it's funny because a lot of the things that they've been sharing are the wrong... Are you using fan art instead of actual art? But yeah, she's not like right. a crop top and like slightly more prominent breasts, I guess. But do you think people are very upset? Because we have went from Betty to Karen. Well, our generation got the nice one. This generation got the one they asked for. Damn. Censorship is officially as bad as it was in the 50s. Don't say or speak anything that offends the masses. No creativity allowed. Unless the censors approve. No, how dare they I will not have my Lola done so dirty, all capitals. Why would you destroy any chance of watching this by doing that? Is that a male or female rabbit asking for a friend? <laughs> As a furry, I'm in extreme anger right now. I'm surprised she's not 400 pounds with short red hair and a nose ring. Hashtag progressive. Damn. And then... For some reason, women aren't allowed to have breasts anymore. It has nothing to do with being sexualized. It has to do with the fact that apparently looking female isn't okay anymore. And in order to be a strong character with intelligence and strength, designers keep removing breasts and femininity to that character. They remove all femininity, so they're just genderless. But male characters can look male. Just take a look. Those who know, know.
1: Yeah, those who know do, in fact, know. What? I'm not sure, but they know. They know it.
0: Went from Betty to Karen.
1: You've read that as well, and it still doesn't make any sense.
0: They're everywhere. I just, yeah, people are very upset. I just thought I'd hit you with that to to get you in the mood.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I was actually going to ask you how you felt about everyone's favorite beloved Looney Tune, Pepe Le Pew, getting canceled. So it's funny that you brought some more Toon Squad energy to us. Um, I couldn't give a shit. That's my thing. I'm like, who liked
0: Pepe Le Pew? No. Not at all. Also, like, wasn't he super gross and creepy? And it's like, they're just removing that?
1: Yeah, like, his his okay. whole stick was, like, forcing himself upon that poor cat. Like, that was his whole bit was just him being, like, really sexually aggressive towards this cat that he thought was a skunk.
0: Get over it, guys. Like, who the fuck cares? And that's the thing. No one actually gives a shit. They give a shit because they're like, the censors are coming. Yeah. You know, no one actually is like, damn, I love that pervy skunk. No, I'm not my pervert skunk. <laughs> he was such a creep. He made me feel like home.
1: It's like the whole Dr. Seuss. Did we talk about Dr. Seuss last time where it was just I like...
0: I don't think we did, but I do love how everyone's missing the point on the whole thing.
1: I love that people are acting like we're banning Cat in the Hat. Mm-hmm. Or that we're banning the books. It's like, they're just being taken out of publish. But also, like, they're
0: not being banned. The people themselves chose to do it. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like anyone was like, ah, Dr. Seuss, get the fuck out of here. Dr. Seuss, the corporation that owns their shit or whatever, like the trust. um, Because he's not around, right? I don't think so. Um, Anyway, they were like, ah, we realized this kind of isn't great. So let's, you know, be proactive and just fucking fix it. There was no need for them to do it other than, you know, like decency. And they went and fucking did it. So it's like, cool, but they're not being canceled. They just made a choice. It's like. Everyone's out there acting like people just start tearing the books up.
1: Can we just talk about the fact that no one read those books? The books that they took off, like, I never read. And I've read a bunch of Dr. Seuss. My parents were all about Dr. Seuss. I'm starting to think, maybe, they're secret racists. I do get that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, But, like, my parents gave me, oh, the places you'll go for a graduation gift. So, like, yeah, Dr. Seuss has, like, an actual sentimental value in my life because... Mm Like, I don't know, I do revisit that book from time to time if I'm feeling particularly, uh, you know, unmotivated or discouraged in my pursuits. Do you know the effort it took me to not say horny when you paused after
0: saying, when I'm feeling particularly, and I fought for the words. Do you know how how much I fought to not do that because (laughs) I respected your emotional moment?
1: (laughs) And my connection to my parents. Thank you for not sullying that with arousal. Um, But yeah, it's like, I have like, no one read fucking It Happened Upon Mulberry Street or If I Owned the Zoo or whatever the fuck the books were. It's like, those aren't the quintessential Dr. Seuss experience. You can still read Cat and You can still read Green Eggs and Ham, One Fish, Two Fish, Blue Fish, Red Fish. Like, all those fucking books are still available. Your kid's childhood is going to change zero amounts mm-hmm. because of the books that were taken off of publish. Also, if you really wanted to read these fucking nightmares of books... You could still do it. They still exist. No one's yeah. like, you know, Fahrenheit 451 them.
0: And also like uh, in, in the fucking like positives for the Dr. Seuss people, if you're so concerned about them, they've got a fucking resurgence of sales because of, I guess, either people appreciating their gesture or being so upset that they're being canceled. So they're like back in the charts for the first time in years.
1: Yeah, I had someone be like, unbelievable. Can't believe they're banning doctor or like cat in the hat. It's like how... How did this get so fucking twisted? And how are you so dumb that you can't take five seconds to look up what was actually taken out of publication?
0: To be fair, you gotta be like a little more understanding with these people because they had to suffer through that and Lola Bunny in one week. It's true, and Pepe Le Pew. Nobody cares about Pepe Le Pew. You think I would? You think I didn't see that? I saw it. I didn't bring it to the podcast because I didn't give a shit. Now Lola Bunny, I can't believe they did my girl dirty.
1: Yeah. That's true, man. All right, hit me with a question. You know, we're gonna start with this energy because I'm I'm all about it. This come from Maleficent Pace nine six zero six. Okay, indecent proposal. Ooh, hi, Al. A quandary for you. Have you have been on a couple dates with a girl and she feels I offended her by suggesting she wears a little less makeup so she's already very pretty. She in turn has called me old, broken, nothing to live for, bald as a boiled egg. Harry, like a buffoon, desperate like a tramp, and worst of all, poor at parallel parking. Damn, girl fucking took him to town. Anyway, she says my comments constitute harassment, and thus she's going to make a report to me to the police, write to my children's school, and turn up at my running club. She works in risk and compliance at a major bank, and thus believes in rules and etiquette. She also says she has zero attraction to me, but has strung me along for the last three months as backup, while she dates the good ones. However... She says she won't shot me to the police if I agree to have sex with her. And I started sending me naked selfies with the note, I'm so horny we could be banging. Should I have the sex? Oh, man. Oh, God. It's too early for questions like this, Dane. Yeah, just a, a forewarning. This is the earliest I think we've ever recorded. Also, on our day that we don't normally record. Yeah, so this the energy be, is
0: ooh out of whack. I'm literally. I just drank a whole coffee. I'm going to be fucking chewing the mic by the end of this. Yeah, that this is wild. Um, I'm going to go out and say that I get the temptation. Sex is fun. Mm-hmm. Having the sex is great. This person sounds like the baddest of news, the reddest of flags, and like. If someone's willing to report you to the police over nothing, guess what they might be able to do if you've had sex with them? Like, yeah. I have no trusted faith in this. I will report you to the police girl who's then also saying, like, hey, get in bed with
1: me? Like, God, no. The the powerful energy of being like, you are this. You're ugly. You're, you got nothing to live for. You're balding, Also, let's have sex. Yeah. <laughs> Is a. I would say a, a, a power move seen only by men on Tinder.
0: That it, it, it is just so powerful. I can't really deny that I am impressed. I'm also horrified. And you know what's funny? It's like I started this question being like, yeah, this guy's kind of a douchebag because the whole like wear less makeup thing, Not not a great look depending on how it came up. But I'm going to guess, actually I was going to guess it was going to be having like come up in a really douchey way. Maybe it didn't now because she sounds a little volatile.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there are a few things to, to discuss. One, you don't get to fucking decide how much makeup somebody wears or what people do for their physical appearance. If you guys are happen to be talking about the subject, you're welcome to say it's like, you know, I think you look great with or without makeup. That's fine to say. Mm-hmm. But to be like, hey, can you wear less makeup because I would find you more attractive, especially this early in a relationship? isn't really your place. You don't yep. really get to to sort of dictate what people look like because maybe she has, you know, acne scars that she's really self-conscious about, and this is her way of, of dealing with those insecurities.
0: And or maybe she just likes wearing that much makeup. like, Or maybe, maybe she, she loves wearing makeup, yeah. It makes her feel like a fucking badass. Like, maybe she rocks it. Maybe in the morning putting on makeup is, like, a fun thing for her, and, you know, who fucking cares? It's not your position to do it. That's why initially I started off thinking this guy is a douchebag. Yeah, then all the other shit happened and I kind of forgot
1: everything she's doing is a much larger red flag. But I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about how mm-hmm. we got here in the first place, which is you people can do whatever the fuck they want. And if and if it's something that you don't find attractive, then then don't date them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No one no one is making you date this person. If you prefer women who wear less makeup, that's OK then find a woman who wears less makeup. Don't Mm -hmm. actively search for people and then try to bend them to your will. And that goes for, you know, men, women, anyone in between and outside of. Yeah, what are you, Sauron? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Read your question.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. But also, keep the text maybe blackmailing you for sex. And then if for some crazy reason she does go ahead with this, quite lame threat, because I don't think you can really get in trouble for telling someone they should wear less makeup, then you're going to have a leg to stand on if someone's like, hey, what happened? You can be like, I don't know, was it from this person who's threatening me to have sex with her? And then you'll be okay. But also, just cut contact and don't have sex with them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, the only way this would actually be harassment is if, like, you are her boss. <laughs> oh, that's the only way this could get juicier.
0: This is by... Throw a stupid shit. Please help. My boyfriend, 28-year-old male, is freaking out over a cartoon character's design. Sorry in advance for any typos <laughs> or issues. I'm just typing this as quick as I can, because I don't want him to know I'm writing about him. We live together. He spends a lot of time online, especially Twitter. There's a character in Space Jam who was redesigned for a movie sequel this year. My boyfriend is pissed about it. He says it's because feminists are trying to attack male sexuality. This is a cartoon rabbit character. He showed me pictures of new design next to the old one, unlike the only difference is she wears a t-shirt instead of a crop top. I said, I don't see the big deal. He got nasty. He says, of course you wouldn't. The world already caters to you. Anyway, he's been on Twitter all yesterday and today posting about it, muttering angrily to himself. It's freaking me out because he never acted like this before. He's mild and easygoing. What make him snap like that? How can I calm him down? I grew up around a lot of anger, yelling, and people who'd explode out of nowhere. He knows my past, that these things scare me. When I remind him, he said, he'll care about my feelings when the world stops silencing him to protect people like me. What does that mean?
1: Huh, you're really on the Lola Bunny
0: kick today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It never said Lolo Bunny. It says that feminists are trying to attack male sexuality, and it's a cartoon rabbit character. Maybe they took away Bugs
1: Bunny's big penis. Yeah, they did remove Bugs Bunny's giant animated rabbit dick.
0: His swollen poker. <laughs>
1: That's that's what I want to see in Space Jam. I just want to see all of the like a change room scene in which we just get to see the Tune Squad's fucking junks. I would love
0: if they're like, "Hey, look, guys. We know a lot of people are upset that we're coming for male sexuality, so don't worry, we fixed it." And then they give Bugs Bunny just this immaculate penis, and like then you'd have to have all these like you know maga hat wearing like oh, Lola Bunny people. I guess praise this this really nice dick, which I think would make them break in half.
1: It'd be great. It's it's strange to me that your boyfriend, like you, never noticed this kind of behavior from some, from him before. Because it seemed like she said that like he was never like this. He just kind of
0: mm-hmm.
1: Lola Bunny was seemed to be the the straw that broke the camel's back here. Well, let's be fair. It is the most dramatic thing that's happened in the last two years. Hey, uh, of of this year, the last two now, years. No, no, never mind. The Capitol riots happened on the <laughs>
0: Well, The joke was that a lot of dramatic things have happened in two years.
1: No, I was trying to say that nothing else has happened this year. <laughs> but we did have an attempted coup on one of the largest nations of the world. It's like I said, it, it's strange that this is, seems to be his like breaking point, which makes me think that like perhaps he wasn't as cool as you thought to begin with. Like, I don't know how involved you are with his social media presence, but, like, maybe take a gander through his posts and see what he's been, like, tweeting out or who he's been tweeting. Because, like, if he's suckling upon the the Ben Shapiro teat. Oh, the most sour teat there is. Maybe it's time to uh, cut your ties and be like, hey, if you think that the world caters to women, maybe not going to be the best partner.
0: Yeah, like, where, like. That's, that's just a wild misrepresentation of the world. Like, how'd you get to that fucking realization, dude? Also not, not a very good trait in a partner if they're just going to completely ignore your reality and be like, oh, I'm hard done by. I'm going to say it's mostly red flags. Like, sure, by all means, be attracted to a cartoon rabbit if you want. Do it, like, in your own time and not in a... I'm going to make this a giant issue and yell at you kind of way.
1: Like, unless you're like, you're comparing being like, oh, the world, you you know how hard it is for me. They changed my cartoon bunny. You had to fight for the right to vote. (laughs) Like, okay, dude,
0: sorry. Yeah. I know you get paid less than me for the same job, but guess what? I can't see as much of that cartoon rabbit's tits as I used to be able to,
1: you know, if you wanted to take a stance on like any other thing, like, abortion which is a a fucking you know polarizing topic maybe that's where he wants to draw the line i don't know but to like really sort of throw your relationship under the bus for a cartoon character is like it it seems so strange and like maybe maybe this is back like maybe this is a snowball of him just being like first my my sweet skunk boy got canceled (laughs) then my fake book doctor man got canceled and now my bunny (laughs) And our fucking coup didn't even go through. Maybe his, maybe it's just like a trifecta of, like, you know, illustrated characters getting the old kick in the nuts. If they even have them anymore. (sighs) Yeah. War on boys.
0: War on on cartoon boys. So, I guess there are three questions. What would make him snap like that? I assume, like, he just feels like he's being victimized for some reason. How can I calm him down? Not sure he can. And also, not sure he should. Maybe just, like... Ply him with, like... There's gotta be dirty fan art of Lola somewhere. Ply him with those Are you fucking until...
1: kidding? Are you fucking kidding me? There's got to be? Of yeah, course there is. is.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I said. There has well, got to
1: be. You seem sort of unsure.
0: Ply him with those until he calms down. And then dump him. Because he has no idea what reality is.
1: You could also, like try to open a real conversation. And I don't think it's going to work very well, but like, if you do care about this person and want to try to salvage a relationship, you can sit down and be like, Hey, do you actually think that like women are being catered to? And then show them like all of the various laws and shit that are being passed in places like Alabama and Texas that are distinctly you know, attacks on women's anatomy and their right to choose and yada, yada. Like there are so many examples in which you can show him that the world does not in fact cater to women and be like, this is the reality. This is the truth. And you are currently putting a cartoon characters body presume also probably drawn by men or like at par to actual human suffering. So I just want to make sure that that is what the stance you're going to take and see how he reacts to that. And if he is going to like sort of parrot back the bullshit, like men's right, far right, Ben Shapiro style of like, woe is me. World's against me. Even yeah. though I have
0: every fucking advantage known
1: to being man. like, Oh, my, my sexuality's under attack. It's like, no, we're just under like, we're just looking at a broader scope now, as opposed to being like, Oh, is there a woman on screen? Gotta have her tits out. Maybe it's just, like, literally, it could even have just
0: been a designer being like, hey, why would this one character have a different outfit to the entire rest of the team? Then be like, I don't know, to show off her tits. And they're like, do we want that in a kid's movie? No.
1: Okay, cool. She has the same top everyone else has. Here's another thing you can do. Introduce them to the Bechtel test. And be like, cool. Let's, okay, if we're going to talk about, you know, men or women being catered to, let's find, let's go through, like, your top ten TV shows and see how many of them pass this very, very basic test. Yeah, like the Bechtel test is so basic and simplistic that when you look into it, you're like, like this should be,
0: you know, it's not gonna work in like anything. Then you look at like almost every movie and you're
1: like, oh God. Like, there are episodes of Supergirl that do not pass the Bechdel test. That's terrible. There there are episodes of like female driven shows that do not pass the Bechdel test, which is atrocious. And for those of you who don't know what the Bechdel test is, it is a, uh, like a, a set of guidelines in order to see if there's a benchmark for writing compelling women in TV. And I believe it is uh, uh, female characters who have names talking to themselves about something that doesn't involve uh, a man's storyline.
0: Two named female characters talking to each other about something that doesn't, other than the man. Which sounds
1: so goddamn basic, but... I remember when I was re-watching Buffy, I was like, holy shit, the first two seasons? What we, like, when you think Buffy, you think of, like, oh, strong female characters, because you got Willow, you got Anya, you got Buffy, you know, like, you have all these really powerful women characters. The first couple seasons, I don't think a single episode passes the Bechdel test. Hey, me with a question. Oh, yeah. Basically, sorry. Uh, what Dane said,
0: talk to them. Try to get your issue out in front of his oblivious ears. And if he's like, okay, shit, I'm sorry, I overreacted, maybe there's a chance here. More than likely, it's going to be another explosion, and that'll probably tell you all you need to know about the relationship, which is that it should end.
1: Uh, this comes from Reddit user LimpInternet1742. Men, does it bother you if your partner is open about their past relationships with you? If so, why? I'm noticing a pattern among men I date. Most of them get weirded out hearing about my previous partners. From my perspective, I feel like sharing my, my relationship history and knowing theirs is an important part of getting to know each other. The people I've dated were formative to my personality, interests, perspectives, boundaries, preferences, etc. I assume the same goes for anyone I date, and that's why I would like them to share about their past partners as well. I also feel like it can enhance sexuality because I can learn what they liked, didn't like, and so on. Furthermore, it feels weird to censor myself around the person I should be the closest and most open with. I guess I'm asking to get a male perspective on this, because the pattern reveals that I'm clearly not understanding something.
0: Uh, yeah, I like to hear about, like, my partner's past partners, and, like, I like to talk about mine occasionally. Like, I feel like if you've been in any kind of significant relationship, it's a large part of your life and your past and yourself, you know what I mean? And, like, to not be able to talk about that is super fucking weird. To not be like, to be like, oh shit, gotta write off four years of my life, because I just can't mention it. On the flip side, I do think, you know, it depends what and how you're talking about. You know, yeah. if I'm just like, damn, this girl used to have the best, you know, like some crazy shit like that, or like, Sorry, hold used on, to hold fuck on the hold reg. On, hold
1: on, hold on, rewind. What did she have the best? The best puss. Okay. Obviously, Dan. I just wanted to double check.
0: Yeah, I was trying to come up with the worst term, and that's all I could come up with, really, which is probably for the best. You know, like, if you're just like, oh, my my partner used to have the best cock, and I'd just be on it, like, every day. It's like, I, what are you bringing to the table here other than making your partner feel insecure, I guess? So, like, if you're not doing that, I think it's fine. You know what I mean? I don't love when people are so insecure that they can't hear about things that happened in the past. I feel like, that's not healthy in a relationship. So it's like, yeah, if if you're talking, like, I think you should be able to share your pasts with each other because writing off that length of time is shitty and you shouldn't be jealous about it, but you should also still kind of have a care for your partner's, like, you know, self-confidence and whatnot, and not just make weirdly sexual remarks about your exes for no reason.
1: I think there's also like, frequency also plays a role into it. If like, Mm -hmm. if every situation you have a story about one of your past partners it starts to like look like you're not over them hundred like, percent. like you can make pasta with your current partner and not tell them the story about how you and your past partners used to make pasta. like it doesn't that doesn't matter despite the fact that it might have been a big part of your relationship. it might have been the moment you fell in love with your old partner. like those don't have really any bearing on your relationship together. while they might absolutely have uh, you know a significant impact on you and who you are as a person not everything needs to be shared you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like not every big moment you've had with another person needs to be imparted upon your newest partner because it doesn't really matter to them because you're they're getting that story through who you are currently
0: Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like that's kind of what i was saying is like there needs to be a point in what you're saying you know like not just like oh me and my ex me and my ex like they're just like, think of it from their perspective. It's like, as Dane said, if it's overly repetitive and it happens all the time, it does sound like you're not over them. If you're focusing on your past relationships instead of what's currently happening, you're going to feel like you're ostracizing your partner. If you're talking about your sex with them all the time, they're going to feel like they're not good enough, etc. cetera. Like by all means, be free to mention it or like talk about it at some point, but like it definitely shouldn't be a com- like a constant thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Also, when you're talking about sex, you don't need to involve the other person in the equation because, like, we're all pretty smart people. We can figure out that, like, if you're asking to do something that we haven't done yet, I assume it's because you have done it in the past. I don't need you to be like, you know, if you prefer to have, you know, your hair pulled or your legs pushed up in a certain position or whatever, or, or to be spanked, you can just tell your partner, be like, hey, can you spank me? Or, hey, can you pull my hair? Or, hey, can you do this? You don't have to be like, so my past partner, my ex, used to do this, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's like when you're out for dinner and you're like, you know, what do you want to eat? You don't be like, well, when I was a child, my dad used to make steak. So I think I'll do this. You just go, I'll have steak.
1: Yeah. Like, there doesn't need to be a backstory to all the things that you like because we can – Like, we can gather that the reason you are the way you are is because of your experiences, or the things you like in bed are because you've probably experienced them in the past, enjoyed them, and that is why you like them currently. Yeah. You don't need all of the, like, the details of who used to fuck you this way in order to realize that, like, oh, you've been fucked this way, and this is what you enjoy. Yeah, the point of what you're saying is, I enjoy X, and saying who you've
0: done X with, and, you know, how often or whatever literally doesn't add anything to the point of that, which makes it feel like you're saying that for a reason. You know what I mean? So yeah. either you're completely oblivious or you're trying to needle somebody. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You shift the focus from what you're asking to the minute details that don't really matter. Like if you're like, Oh, Hey, you know, I want to be spanked is much different than saying I used to, I loved when my, my ex used to spank me. Cause now mm-hmm. the statement is not about the spanking. The statement yeah. is about the ex now. And that completely muddies the water in terms of your intention, despite the fact that you're just trying to elevate the sexual experiences and you love your partner and you enjoy the sex and you're just trying to, you know, add in something that you enjoy. You've completely changed the context of this conversation. Now, Now, even if you were just like my ex used to take me for ramen
0: instead of saying like, I want to go get some ramen. Then it sounds like, Hey, like you've done something wrong here or like, it it just, it doesn't sound like you're hungry. It sounds like you're trying to get a different point. Yeah.
1: So it's like, you wouldn't do that. So why would you do that in bed? So that was my thing. It's like, I, I, like you said, I definitely agree that it is important to talk about partners. I think especially when it comes to idiosyncrasies or uh, things that might sort of set you off. Like, for example, if uh, if you had a partner that didn't take you seriously or if you had a partner who sort of like blew you off whenever you were trying to talk about something seriously. I think that's like important to talk to your partner, like your current partner, about and be like, hey, just so you know, when you do that, like I had a partner that used to do that, and it really upset me. And when you do that, it brings like those kind of conversations absolutely are so crucial to making sure that you have the communication to not fall into the same pitfalls as Mm -hmm. your previous relationship did. But like we've we've also said, if it's small, minute details that are just kind of a part of your life that may have manifested from your past relationships, you don't really need to mention the relationship. You just need yeah. to sort of like be the person that you are currently. And people will kind of figure it out. Like you don't need to give every Sarah fact a, uh, a historical background check. Yeah. I, I feel like I want to say it's
0: kind of common sense, but I think having read questions for almost two years, I don't know if common sense does exist, <laughs> but like, just think about, it, you know what I mean? Like the, the frequency and the, the topic and like when it comes up those are all things that that can make it seem like you're way more into your ex or not over them than than you are or maybe you you aren't over your ex either way you should know what isn't isn't appropriate
1: to bring up and when and speaking of common sense we're going to take a quick break to share with you the wisdom of personal hygiene
0: So once again, we are sponsored by Manscaped this week. And this tournament season, take care of your hair and holes with the best tools for the job. We're talking about our sponsors, aforementioned Manscaped, global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped performance package. to Keep all your hair and holes tamed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. So join the Manscaped movement. Start taking care of your balls today with 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com
1: and using code BUDDIES20 for our exclusive offer. Your bracket, and that is Marsh Madness bracket, doesn't have to be perfect, but the Manscaped Performance Package, you can be confident that your nose, ear, and ball pubes are. Now, I've recently started getting hairy ears, and it fucking sucks. It's a full development. It's not like grandpa, like full pelts. It is literally one long black hair that likes to just kind of be like, yo, what up? Here I am. And it's one of those things where it's like, I've never looked at it. So like, I won't notice it. It it was, it, it was a big deal for me at work because I shaved my head. And and when you're wearing a mask, you pretty much just see ears. (laughs) And when that's the only hair that you can see, and it's like, I would notice it at work. And it's like, well, fuck, I pretty much can't do anything about this unless I take a fucking, you know, paring knife and try to, to cut it out, which is super not (laughs) advised. Yeah. Or pull it, which is sore. Yeah, well, even that, it's, like, it's difficult to do with, like, your bare hands, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, Or try to, like, get those fucking, you know, those big, like, you know, office scissors in there and try (laughs) to clip it. That sounds dangerous. How could you do this safely, though, Dane? Well, we're in luck, because Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and the number one overall seed this season. This is the package that includes the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, right? That provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long-nose hair is a major turn-off. Why not use the best tools for the job that there is? This amazing bundle also includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer,
0: which we've mentioned before. It's the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. It checks every box for a Final Four run.
1: I never really thought about using the Lawn Mower on
0: butt hair. It would work. It, it's anywhere that's delicate and anywhere that you need a sure hand,
1: it'll get it. Yeah, it makes sense. And if for some reason someone really wants to see what you're doing back there, it does have the LED light. It so does. let's not forget the famous liquid formulations the crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner to maximize your ball hygiene routines and keep you fresh, ready for anything. The best thing about right now is that on top of all this, you will receive two free
0: gifts your performance package. So Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Their boxers are incredibly comfortable. I have bought so many since we've uh, been introduced to them, and I've actually received a bunch of texts from people who have used our code about how much they love the boxers. So, getting this a free gift as part of this is fucking clutch.
1: Manscaped gave us uh, a lovely package uh, when they first approached us, and the second I put on the boxers, I immediately ordered like another pack of them because they are—they're now my official like workout boxers. Another favorite in this package is the crop mop wipes, cool and refreshing ball butt and body wipes for peak male hygiene and extra care where it matters the most. And what I particularly love as well is that your purchase goes to a good cause because they partner with the greatest of all time,
0: Alex Caruso, and the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection.
1: Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men between the ages of 15 and 35, giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of the We Save Balls initiative. So, help your package help others and get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUDDES20, that's buddies20, that's B U D D I E S 20 at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy during the dance. Hell yeah. And you want your holes to look sexy during the dance. <laughs> uh, so once again, that is get 20% off and free shipping with the code buddies, 20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code buddies, 20, when things get hairy, make sure you call on manscape in clutch times.
0: So when I grew up, I was first attracted to a cartoon rabbit in space jam. i just found out no i'm just fucking with you (laughs) uh this is by user kill rats peep myself first
1: date (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i shouldn't be laughing (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a really bad question. Like, the next line is going to make me feel real bad for laughing at it.
0: I was wearing my date's clothes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, keep going. (laughs) Peep
0: myself first date. I was wearing my date's clothes when we went on a hike in the mountains. We were far from the bathroom, so I decided to go off the trail to the woods. To my horror, the pants buckle would not come undone, and I peed in his pants. How do I recover from this? We're going on another date, surprisingly.
1: Oh, fuck me. Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty powerful that, like, presumably you walked back down in still the winter in a hike in pissed pants. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. I hate wet pants. Like if I get caught in a storm or like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's snowing and, and the, the snow is melting on my pants and my pants are wet. That is probably one of my least favorite sensations. I would say definitely top five worst sensations is like wet jeans. So the idea of finishing a hike where you're far from the bathroom in, mm-hmm. in pissed pants sounds like a nightmare. So I think I would give you a second date on that resiliency alone. Yeah, just pure badassery.
0: Yeah, wet wet pants suck. If it's not your pants and it's actually pee, and you have to move, that's terrible. And you're on a date. Like the sheer embarrassment. I'm surprised that it didn't kill you. I do appreciate that this person presumably
1: went back and just had to be like, "Yeah, pissed your pants." There, there are things that I need to know. Like, did he know that you pissed your pants? Did you keep the pants and fucking like wash them and bring them back to Like, what happened? Why were you wearing his pants?
0: I do have one thing from the comments to add because someone was like, does he know? And in all caps, Kill Rat says he does. I was wearing his pants. So cool. he did know that she pissed
1: herself. I think like I've been on dates where uh, the woman has slept over and, you know, she got her period that day and she had like, you know, made a little stain in my bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was mortified as uh, you know, most people I think would be, but I didn't give a fuck. Like, I don't care who cares. And, and I think if you really like this person, like uh, stupid shit like this happens all the time. It doesn't make any, like it, I congratulations to this dude for being chill about it. Mm-hmm. I think I would be in the same situation. I know there are a lot of people who wouldn't be, but I think nine times out of 10, like we've all been in embarrassing situations. Mm -hmm. I mean, like we've all been in in something like this. I think it shows a lot of empathy, empathy. I think it gives a little bit of faith back in the human race of this guy being like, yeah, shit like that happens. I like you.
0: Piss like that happens. (laughs) I, I feel like, okay, take a second and think about it from his perspective. If she's wearing his clothes, presumably he was the one that suggested the hike, and she was like, oh, I'm wearing this, and he's like, it's fine, just throw on my pants, right? So, probably his idea. But two, the reason you pissed was because his pants wouldn't come off. He probably feels terrible. (laughs) He's like, oh, no, like, there's probably a post on Dating Advice somewhere where it's like, oh, no, I brought my date out and gave her pants so she could hike with me, but she couldn't get them off and had to just pee in them. I'm a terrible guy. How do I salvage this? Yeah. He probably feels like an asshole.
1: It's like I, I think this is, despite the the framework, I think this is a really wholesome post. I think this <clears> is <throat> a really really cute story, despite the fact that it is soaked in urine. Yeah, um, I I think like I think you have something really cool here. If if a dude. Or anyone, if if someone, if you do something embarrassing, such as peeing yourself or pooping yourself or, you know, <laughs> having your period, like any of these things that like you might think are, are mortifying or embarrassing, they're bodily functions, sometimes stupid shit happens. Sometimes, you know, we lose control of things. And if you can overlook that as a human, be like, well, that doesn't change anything. I still think you're cute. I still like you. I still like hanging out with you. And, you know, fuck it. Who cares? I think that's really cool. Uh, so I, I don't remember what her question is, but like, you don't need to salvage anything. He's going on a second date with you. Just try not to pee yourself this time. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think uh,
0: like the, how do I recover from this part? It already happened. It happened when you came back. With piss-soaked pants. Like, that, whatever you did worked. So, like, I don't think you need to recover from this. Like, you guys presumably can laugh about it. Like, I would just say don't be offended if he mentions it. Because, like, obviously he doesn't really give a shit if you guys are going out on a date. You know what I mean? So, it's like, if he's willing to talk about it or joke about it. And if you are, by all means do it. That's the best way to get over something. And, like, this could be a very funny story one
1: day at your wedding. And you could play it up, too. Like, wear a dress the next time you hang out and be like... Not going to happen this time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, I would love that. Like, I think I would, I would like fall in love with a girl if, if this happened. And the next time I saw her, she was wearing like a dress or a skirt and being like, not this time. Not going to get me this time. P-pants. Not this time. I would like, I would melt. That would be so endearing and so Mm -hmm. funny that I would. I would just be completely enamored with her.
0: On top of like the fact that he's a really nice guy for being able to for just not being a dick about it, right? The fact that you could be confident and like have the humility then to to move on and also just be like, you know, and admit that it's a funny embarrassing situation and like move on and and be like positive. I think that would be very adorable and endearing and like it shows your character, shows his, and both seem good. You know what I mean? Like being yep. ballsy enough to go out to the next date and just be like hey it's me the girl who pissed your pants Uh, I think it could be a framework for something really good so it seems like fuck the recovering you've already done it I would just say don't get weird about it after the fact you know what I mean like don't don't let the embarrassment of it like you know because if you suddenly like we don't talk about it, it never happened like if you get weird like that I think it could sour the thing because it's like you're almost punishing them for the fact that it happened it's like fuck it it happened be okay with it and like if he gets weird about it Fuck it. It's a funny story you have to tell sometime. Because, like, how often do you pee someone else's pants on a first date? That's great.
1: Yeah. Just, like, next time you have to go to the bathroom, just be like, hey, I I gotta go pee. Can I borrow your pants?
0: Perfect. That's how you recover from that. Um, Now, I'm just going to do a brief shout-out for the ironically named Faith in Strangers in the comment section, who writes, Did you write this while you were still sitting in his piss-soaked pants? Hell yeah. Thank you for making me lose my Faith in Strangers. (laughs) You know
1: that guy is just like Just staring at his computer He doesn't move Just be like <laughs> I gotta know As She did reply a day after And just says no Oh,
0: man. Ruined his day She pissed that, in his pants Am I right? Man is never gonna finish
1: again <laughs> Alright hit me Or we Yeah I don't know where we're at you, Yeah let's I, do one more And see what happens We did a short one last time If we go a little over this time Fuck it uh, This comes from a reddit throwaway camp Met a real cool girl, but there's one problem. What is it? I recently went on first date with a really nice girl. She's almost everything I've been looking for. Nice, funny, shares my same interests, is younger than me, but not too much. That's a weird thing to look for, dude, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we first met in person at a little cafe, and we were just chatting until they closed. I didn't even notice three hours had passed, and there was no lull in the conversation at all. She also messaged me right after and told me how much she liked me and how cute she thought I was. Now the problem, Can I mm-hmm. say this is a cute meat story but where's the pants
0: pissing did he piss her pants because if not if so i'm not interested unless <laughs> All it
1: options now need some sort of pant pissing mm-hmm. um do-do-do-do. the problem is though i didn't really feel any physical attraction to her i've seen pics of her as we met through online dating and mainly communicate via snapchat where we regularly snap pics back and forth but she looked nothing like i saw in the pictures when i met her in person she said on her profile that she was a big girl, and that doesn't bother me. I don't mind big girls to an extent. When it gets to the point that it's becoming very unhealthy, I start not liking it. I still want to give things a chance. I'm just wondering if that physical attraction will come in time. Also, a few people I've talked to, a couple family members and a co-worker, all said the same thing. Maybe she can go on a diet. I don't know how I feel about that. I've been dieting and exercising for a while to try and lower my weight and improve my health, and would like to be in a relationship with someone who could also be a diet gym buddy. It feels scummy to me, though, to ask the girl to go on a diet, as if I'm saying I can't date her unless she changes herself for me, and I really don't like that. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I also understand if I get hate for that, that's fine. I'm just new to dating and confused. Uh, So don't say go on a diet. Yeah. Very much like the makeup question
0: earlier, it's not on you to change the things of the people you meet to better suit whatever the fuck you're into. Um, If you're not physically attracted to somebody... Don't fucking date
1: them because it's a large part. Yeah, it's tough because, like, I think like I've definitely grown more attracted to people the more I got to know them. Like, like especially in work. Like, there have been times where like I meet people and I am just like nothing registers on the the like physical attractive mm-hmm. schedule. But like as I work with them, get to know them, hang out with them more, I am like, oh, okay, you are actually kind of a babe. And like, I don't know where that like kind of that shift kind of happens. And it, I think it is like a, a big part of personality. Mm-hmm. So. If you really like this person and if you really enjoyed your first date, I would try – like, I I don't think there's any harm in going on a second date.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree that there's no harm in going on a second date, and I agree that it's definitely, like, attraction, especially in what you're saying, like, a situation where you know somebody for a long enough time, but, like, that your attraction to them can change. But in that situation, one, you haven't already picked out a flaw and started going, it would would be better if X – And two, it's like you have a natural environment in which to, yeah, like learn about them and have that change when you're not dating because it's like you're you're not actively pursuing a relationship with them. Exactly. It's like you're slowly getting to know someone and finding yourself more attracted to them. It's not like you're dating someone hoping that that comes. I do think a second date is fine. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I think even maybe up to three dates just to, to, you know, because at that point you don't even really know their personality. So it could be that are a fucking babe. And on the third date, you're like, man, you're an asshole. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's an issue. However, I do think there's a point at which you're just leading them on.
1: Yeah. And, and like, you can't really bank for the long run of being like, well, you know, maybe we'll start dating and then I can get her to join my diet and my exercise routine. Um, Cause like, if she doesn't want to, then it's like, mm-hmm. cool. You've, you've just banked on the, the hope that she will change And like you've already said, you're against like trying to manipulate her or convince her to change who she is. Um, And like if you like as I'm learning right now, as I'm trying to like work out and and eat better, it's like if you don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Like you really need to like commit to it. Or even if like you want to play the game of being like, you know, trying to trick her into going for walks and going to the gym with you and yada yada. It's like if, if you don't have the exercise and the diet component working together nothing's gonna change she could go for you know 20 kilometer walks but still you know if she doesn't eat better it's not gonna change anything well also even if like you start doing
0: this it's not a quick process either it's not like no. you magically hit that 30 day like fucking like those are all bullshit or wildly unhealthy so it's like even if you get to that point of at, that you find like you're comfortable enough you've been dating long enough that's not weird for you to suggest this thing then like you could be lined up for two to three years worth of cajoling and working out and everything just to be like, damn, it's been three years and I'm still not attracted to you. Lol. Sorry. Like it's a wild thing. It's like, you can't do that. It's like, if you don't like somebody, like again, give it, give it two or three dates. If you want to figure it out, like there's no harm in meeting someone and not knowing immediately whether you're in fucking love with them. I would just hasten to say that, like, do not, try to change people like that because that's going to crush her self-confidence and it's not going to fucking work out for you. Um, and it's just cruel. It's like you don't get to decide what you, well, you can decide what you like in people and go after the people you like. You don't get to like twist people into your ver- vision of them. On the and one of- side, he does seem to be very aware of that, which yes. is, yes, I know. I'm I'm speaking a little heatedly, mainly because we've seen questions like this before and other people do have no problem doing that, right? Yeah um so it's like you don't get to do that and it's very unfair to date someone if you're not attracted to them like if you're dating someone just because they're hot and you don't like their personality that's shit if you're dating someone because you like the personality but you don't think they're attractive that's shit you know what i mean um so sure like give it two or three dates after that if you don't like them
1: you don't date them being attracted to people is like the easiest part of dating you know what yeah. i mean like, like the, the physical attraction part of things is is the part that like shouldn't be the problem because it's it's a thing that's instinctual like we mm-hmm. don't really have a choice on it yeah uh it, you either find someone attractive or you don't and that could change over time as we've talked about mm-hmm. but like if you're if like you can't kind of bank on that like i i've there have been plenty of people who i you know didn't find attractive to begin with and never found attractive you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a sort of a rare occasion where it's like i didn't find someone attractive and then over time i've been like oh okay Never mind, I was wrong. It usually takes a decent chunk of time as well, which you can't do
0: as like while dating someone because then you're you're doing it under false pretenses the whole time and
1: that's not fair. Yeah, you're just spinning your wheels hoping that, you know, when you take your foot off the brake, you'll, you'll be good to go. And that's not the way to date. So definitely
0: do not ask this person to go on a diet um, and don't date them more than a few times to try to figure out if you're attracted to them.
1: You know, if, if you just love their personality,
0: then fucking become really good friends, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, it, it might be a little crushing because she seems really into you with, like, the text of being like, you're really cute, blah, blah, blah. There's no harm in being like, hey, I don't really feel the romantic spark, but you're fucking awesome. The problem with that and the downside of that is that she may think that she still has a chance if there isn't one. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like that, like that's what I've definitely done that where like people I've gone on dates and like, I've really enjoyed my time with them, but I didn't feel anything romantically for them. And I've been like, let's keep hanging out because you're really cool. But like, I I don't want to pursue a relationship with you. Um, And then only for like two months later, I get a drunk phone call of them in tears being like, I really like you. And you know, it's breaking my heart. It's like, well, I could have avoided this pain for you. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, but I also think, like, if you're being honest and you do like them, like, and you're straight up about your intentions, it's not on you to try to figure out whether or not they will, you know, take that, like, invitation in bad faith.
1: You know, for sure.
0: So I think by all means, like, give it a shot. Maybe be aware that that's a possibility and, like, act accordingly if things start skewing. That's, yeah, I feel like go that route if you don't find them attractive. Don't lead them on too much. And by all means, do not try to change them after just meeting them. All right. Tindering.
1: Yeah, let's do it. At the end, uh, before we finish up, we like to comb through online dating profiles for red flags and also just to make fun of them. Because it is a nightmare out there, guys, and I'm sorry that you have to deal with it. But we hope to either find red flags and point them out for you or give you advice on how to make your profile a little better.
0: Did you want me to start with one?
1: Yeah. Pick a number between one and six, Dane. Five.
0: I will straight up roast any bitch who matches with me. Y'all disappoint me worse than you disappoint your father. Six feet, seven inches. Those are two separate measurements, by the way. Wink. Casual AF.
1: The mask doesn't need to stay on during sex. Dot dot. This is a dude, I assume? Yes. Okay. So is he saying, any woman he matches with, he's gonna fucking roast? And then it's also like, hey, let's have sex. I believe he says, any bitch he matches with, he will roast? Uh, okay, so that's not an all-encompassing bitch. It's just like, if you're a bitch, he's going to roast you.
0: Who knows? I'm assuming it's that he's
1: misogynistic. Yeah, I, I assumed with, with the like dick measurement inclusion, I thought mm-hmm. that he was calling all women bitches. Uh, presumably, yes. Um,
0: also, y'all disappoint me worse than you disappoint your father. Just coming in hot with some real negative misogynistic energy.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm sure this guy's just getting all sorts of mm-hmm. just powerful matches. Yeah, also, the mask doesn't need to stay on during sex. I just assume that
0: means he doesn't give a shit about the pandemic. I don't know. Also, let's be real. This guy is not having sex. No, not at all. But he does feel desperate enough to put in that he has a big penis in his thing.
1: Yeah. Good job, dude. Uh, That's going to be a one for me. (laughs) Yeah, that's a hard one. But he's casual AF. What a surprise. This man doesn't want a relationship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm just going to follow up with this one while we're talking about masks. 5 out of 10 without a mask, 6 out of 10 with a mask, I will take my mask off to eat your ass. You know, I,
1: I really think you could have bumped up to a 7. You know what I mean? Saying that, like, the lower half of your face is just dragging down one point. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to lean into it, lean into it. But say you're a 7. That's fair. Um, I, I do like the... the Or do I? I don't know. The The
0: self-deprecation is kind of funny, kind yeah. of sad.
1: I, I enjoy it. I, I think it would be funnier if if the numbers were high if it was a six to an eight but to say five to six like yeah it's a little dismal yeah I'd lean um, into the joke
0: if you're gonna do it right yeah but also i will take my mask off to eat your ass that's, that's some powerful sexual energy coming through
1: it is also did this guy not know that eating ass is a, a good way to get corona hey maybe that's a conversation starter if anyone out there matches with this person let them maybe know. maybe um, this is Justine. Oh, uh, I'm going to give this guy a five. I'm giving a five, too. Out yeah, of five, o- five out of ten. Six out of um, ten with a mask. This is Justine. She says, I put the hoe in shoe. Please tell me that's it. That's it. Hell yeah. It doesn't make any
0: sense, and I love it. That's a ten <laughs> out of ten for me. Yep. Yeah, she did it for me as well. That's, that's fucking great. <laughs> Are you ready for Sarah? Yeah. Date me, you cowards. 10
1: out of 10 10 out of 10 right there (laughs) i love it uh this is lauren she says i got a fat ass a good attitude bio stress me out upside down smiley face
0: i like it it's an 8 out of 10
1: yeah hell yeah (laughs) i got nothing wrong with that yeah short and sweet and really if i'm being honest two things I kind of look for in a woman. Like, two of the main things that I look for on, like, a, a very surface level is someone who's, like, you know, got a good attitude to him. Someone's got kind of a fat ass. Yeah, also, bio stressed me out, too. I get it. Oh, yeah. Anytime I have to write one of those things. Fuck it. Okay,
0: this is Michael. He's into astrology. <laughs> Praise hands. More than just a big dick, eggplant emoji, peach emoji. I expect you to treat me as a human being... And not just a meat stick, wink emoji, meat emoji. Prefer to be worshipped like pizza and taco, ee, aloof mystic dipped in a cult sauce. Kinkier than the Discovery Channel, but they spelt the like t-h-e-e. Tend to read myself into sleep, zero dot b-j-n-n-l-l-and-deprivation dot buck emoji. Just your average L demigod
1: looking to share your GF and BF with understandy. I can't tell if this guy is like some sort of weird sex muppet. And like, that's just how he talks like that's his character. Or if I don't know, he was like deprivating or, you know, doing like a blowjob deprivation maneuver while he was writing this and like had mild spasms. Yeah, I
0: don't know. There's some bizarre like spelling stuff happening. There's just some some weird energy. A lot of random emojis prefer to be worshipped like pizza and tacos. Don't me yeah. like a meat stick? I'm more than just a big dick. It's some weird energy.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of, like, humble bragging in combination with absolute nonsense. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I don't love it. No,
0: I don't love it either. Do you have any more, or will I hit you with my last two? Hit, hit me with the last two. All right, this is Elisa. Looking for a monogamous long-term relationship. Somebody I can date that I'm not ashamed of. No male sluts. If you want to get your dick wet in every vagina, but she... Did a star instead of the I and dick and a star instead of the G in vagina. Don't write to me. Go carry on with your lifestyle. Get HIV and die. Just to let you know, it takes 12 months to show positive results. I'm negative, but not going to sleep around with polyamorous, a.k.a. sluts, or anything of that sort. I care about my health and wish more people nowadays cared about their health, too. COVID-free and vaccinated. Whoa. I don't love the poly-shaming. Uh, or uh, the go-get-HIV-and-die. Yeah um this person sucks massively a real toxic relationship she has with sex I'm pretty sure the fucking HIV takes 12 months to get a positive is just wildly false also if she has been vaccinated I'm presuming she's a healthcare professional cause she ain't over 80 so she's a terrible healthcare professional and she's a fucking slut shaming asshole uh it's like a minus 10 for me I hate it yeah like you fucking suck sorry girl and then last but not least, Mona. You really got to get your thinking cap on for this one, right? Okay, all right. A woman can live beautifully, but she must live beautifully. I mean, it's not wrong. Is it? No, it's absolutely true. So all women have to live beautifully? Thanks, Dane. No, that's, she'd she, say all women. A woman can live beautifully, but she must live
1: beautifully. Yeah, and then I could say the same thing. Like, you could live richly, but you must live richly. <laughs> oh, I have to? Yeah. If you want to live richly, you have to live richly. It makes complete logical sense. And I'm going to give this, this wisdom guru, a 10 out of 10. (laughs) I'm going to, no, it's it's a three for me. Yeah. Someone's not living
0: beautifully. I don't know. I'm in pajamas drinking coffee. I'm, I'm living pretty happy right now. That's not beautifully though, is
1: it? thanks for coming everybody we love you thanks for listening to our fine podcast this lovely day whatever day you're on right now listening to this it's a lovely one
0: you unless it's not turn turn to the person beside you and go hey listen to fuck buddies and they'll say what and you go shh and you put a put a finger over their lips and you just say this one's about someone who pissed someone else's pants and then you run into the night run away gambol into the into the fog and I if you're not. on a bus
1: or public transit, just grab one of the fire escape windows and dive out. And and I know it's not much to ask, but we'd appreciate it. Yeah. It's the least you could do. It, After it, 128 episodes, the least you could do is this for us. please. We got, we got up early to do a morning episode just so
0: we wouldn't break our unbroken streak for you. Even though we joked about not did we joke about it last week? I'm pretty sure know. we said we weren't going to do an episode this week. Shit, we could have gotten away with it and everything. Fuck. Damn it. Well, we fucked up again, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to reach out to us and hit us up with a question of your own uh, construction, you can find us on various social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash fckbuddiespodcast on instagram at podcast. you can find us on twitter at fck underscore buddies you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or visit us visit us online at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca hell yeah thank you to josh eagle
0: and the harvest cities for their song paper stars now dan i would like you to get comfortable i'm so comfortable this is some sex writing his muscular chest glistened with sweat from the hot Georgia night air. The dark curly hairs around his nipples ebbed and flowed with the gentle breeze that blew. His long, <laughs> his long shaft pointed up into the air, as if angry with God himself. <laughs> okay. Angry that he was born with a baseball bat between his legs. He sighed as she touched his broad shoulders. It was as if he were a golden ox created to be idolized. Yet his demure smile and dimples purred like a kitten. His perfect ass clenched as he adjusted his stance in the damp grass, creeping between his toes. His balls were like two tennis balls, worn and fuzzy from getting beaten day in and out. With <laughs> massive tree trunk.
1: What? <laughs> this guys, just like my dick is just too big. Please, God, why did you do this? <laughs> So,
0: what I appreciate was this is a this is a post on Reddit's Men Writing Women, in which women tried to write men like men write women. And it's glorious.
1: Oh, uh, okay. All right. Cool. Oh,
0: I've ruined it for you, didn't I?
1: A little bit. I'm sad That's... that some, this wasn't someone's real attempt at it. Uh, because I was like, look, as a person with a dick, I don't think my dick has ever caused my balls any sort of injury. <laughs> yeah, but do you have a baseball bat that you're angry about God that he gave to you? It's true. It, I, I will say... If you didn't tell me this disclaimer, I would have thought this would as like, an actually published, like, it is, they did a very good job. They did do a very good job, and I appreciate
0: that. I'm sorry for ruining it for you. I just felt it remiss not to let you know. Thank you for joining us. My name is Dave Miller. And if we haven't been censored, like everything else, my name is Niles <laughs> <laughs> We've been your fuck
1: buddies.